What the hell we got here? Some kind of public access show or something? DPS Report! I think about you all day, mommy. I know I'm a pitbull, but dolly, mommy. I just want to take you on a holiday, mommy. Say what's on your mind. I'm a call away, mommy. Come and rescue me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment <laughs> of the TPS Bossing with my pubes. Podcast, and we're back. And we're back. And we're back. We've come to rescue you, mommy. Coming in my hair. We've come to come in your hair. Uh, it's the Palmer Squares. We're back. What's up? Fresh stack, dude. <coughs> oh yeah. Fresh stack of whoopies right here. I'm not even reflating. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. You just got a full clip that right was now. Propeller cheeks. Yeah. You're like, I think everyone so far has had a different tonation. The first one was like atomic fart. Yeah, the last one was like Tommy gun. The Thompson house. All right, all right, and one more. Let's, get, let's yeah, try and get a squeaker on. in here. <laughs> Leave the squeakers to me, my good sir. <laughs> okay, no more. No more of those. No, 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 no. razor blades. No! That's too much. <laughs> Shitting razor blades. Um, we're back, you guys. Uh, by the way, real quick, Junkyard Samurai 2, the second one. Dose. Coming out this Friday. A hefty dose. It's wild that we're already in release week already. Right. <laughs> but uh, it's it's release week for uh, Junkyard Samurai, Palmer Squares, Prob Cause, Drew Mantia. Uh, make sure you scream that. Scream it. Yeah, um, excited to have the songs finally out there Junk with the people. God, Sam, right? Flossing with my pubes, little mommy. Uh, shout out to Vaughn. Who I'm a bussy whore. <laughs> Vaughn clearly hit the P.O. box this week. We are already way ahead of opening that package. Where's the letter? Gentlemen, enjoy. Love you, Vaughn. Oh, short and sweet. Short. Gotta love it. And sweet, sweet Chiba. You said you saw Vaughn at the show on Friday? We were at a show on Friday. She gave you a little nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Hey, uh, check the mailbox before next week. I got something for you. We were rubbing elbows with Vaughn, oh, rubbing elbows with Lupe Fiasco, you rubbing know elbows the vibes. with Crucial Conflict. You know the vibes. Me and Wild Child are the homies. Wild style, <laughs> first of all. I did it on purpose. <laughs> uh, yeah, Terminac, fucking networking extraordinaire extraordinaire you want to learn how to link with other artists in this industry look no further than the palmer Dude, squares you guys just take a note take a page out of our proverbial books kanye was there i spit him a 16 jimmy carter came out raising the roof <laughs> um so uh, our pals tropodelic invited us out to do our song pressure with them because they were playing um in chicago at, at this big venue that we've never been in before never even heard of the other venues <laughs> we don't play this venue this is a, a no, too hefty a size for your boys don't even need to know about it um <clears throat> so they were opening up the on, they're on tour with the dirty heads and uh i guess yellow wolf was on the tour but uh he had just ended before the chicago date and right, then picking up right. that that spot supporting the dirty heads was lupe fiasco in chicago uh which you know we're chicago rappers He's been that dude for 15, 20 years, you know? He's a Chicago rapper. We're Chicago rappers. It's only right that we hobnob. It's only right that I green that I bump into. I hit the door with him while I'm trying to walk out and smoke weed. Excuse me. Yeah. We were just saying to him, like, I'm just being a fucking loser. But I was like, you know, if I bumped into Lupe, like, should I say what up? Should I, you know, but if you play cool, you know, I feel like anytime I meet anybody, no matter what I say, I will spend the next like 72 hours regretting that. Even right. if I just say like, hey, what's up, man? Nice to meet you. Right. I'd, I'd leave that night being like, what's up, man? Nice to meet you. Fucking loser. That's what you, that's what you came up with. Honestly. Hey, what's like, up, man? Nice to meet you. 
Um, so I'm known, just like, maybe I'll just say nothing. Yeah, I've known about him for a long time, but I'm not a super fan. I, like I said to you, I wouldn't even know if it was him. Nah, I mean, I saw him, I knew it was him. There's, there was a period where he had longer hair, but it was it's still Lupe Fiasco. Right. And he didn't have the long hair. He looked like old school Lupe when I hit him with the door. Right. So yeah, after I was saying like, oh, it'd be cool if we met Lupe, I'd, completely just leaving uh, to go uh, say what up to Trop in the parking lot. Yeah, I'm like walking out a door that he's walking in, bump into him, and I don't even see who it is, but I'm just like, oh, sorry, man. He goes, it's all good. And then like I stop, I look at him like, it's Lupe Fiasco. I freeze. And then I walk out the door. Sorry, like, to, <laughs> sorry to push the door into you. Don't kick me out. Yeah. I got it. I see I, what you did. I, I would. I didn't. I still. It wasn't know. very good, but I see what you were doing there. <laughs> I didn't know it was him the until kick, you told me the push. Uh, but yeah, Lupe opened, and it was just cool to see Lupe Fiasco live. I'd never seen Lupe before. That Same. seems like a thing. Like Same. seeing him uh, perform in Chicago. Uh, yeah, he was great. Yeah, great it was performer. a really good show. Great performer. Yeah, there was definitely a few like memory lane songs I forgot all about that I did. I I, I never went like super duper deep. I heard a couple albums. You I had the first one, and then on the podcast a few years a ago, years ago, we right. reviewed his uh, Dragus Wave Which album. Was really great. It's the only project of his that I've listened to. Right, we like to took back. notes for a for a podcast segment, but it was a very good album. I do believe that we pit it against Carter Five, and we compared the two. And yeah, we whatever, both favored Dragus Wave. Whatever Lil Wayne's new album was, we were kind of talking. They, they came out the same week or month, and we sort of, yeah, we're uh, yeah. debating what was better. And it was, I mean, I guess to us, far and away, Lupe Fiasco's album. But yeah, I mean, we're rapper kids, skater kids. He came out rapping with the Kick Push song, and that was it. You know, it's like this dude rules. So, highlight of the weekend is I, I went to take a pee, and I come back. That's when I ran into Vaughn. And then I come back. And as soon as I get back to where we all are hanging, he starts playing Kick Push. Right. And the entire audience pulls out their phones collectively. Got to. And when that happens, my response uh, is I can't touch my phone I'm now. going back to the bathroom. I, I can't be like everyone else. And I no. can't film, even though it's the only song of his I know. Um, but so I realized in that moment that uh, in my waist, I got the stick. I keep the thing on me. I got my, my fingerboard present in the yeah. club. Look at all these dorks pulling out their cell phone to film their favorite song. Fags, dude. I'm pulling out my fingerboard. I pull out the stick and I start shredding the bar. Three, four, five, six bartenders all pull out their phones and start filming me. Also, it sounds to me like three, four, five, six dorks as well. Um, oh my God, look. Unfortunately, a skateboard during the skate song. I, I don't know any of their socials. No, nah, you're just a so I didn't get to see the clips. Hipster doofus who had to make dog, Lupe's song about himself under pressure <laughs> with two bartenders filming me. First try, I busted out a fucking three flip, kick flip, five o the tip jar. That's it. Yeah, just an, a nice line. Yo, it was that dark. was one combo, right? A three flip, kick flip into the five o. Three flip, manual, kick flip, <laughs> manual, five o. Tray flip, late flip, five o the tip jar. That's one trick, right? Mick twist over the bar. <laughs> Um, and then, I, yeah. I felt pretty cool though playing with my toy while grown-ups watched. Speaking me. of playing with their toys after, so during Lupe's set, uh, I was I was talking. We bumped into one of the Cocos and uh, saw Zach there. I'm in love with the Coco. <laughs> Uh, this girl that was there was like telling me that she was a fan of ours. I'm like, oh, cool, you know. Oh, and yeah, she's seen us all over our dicks. Yeah, we could, have, we could have had sex with those girls. That would have been nice. We should have had sex with those girls. <laughs> um, Next but, time, rain check. Right. Yeah, it would, I would have been a shoe in to have sex with a girl that night because when when she's like, oh, I'm such a big fan of you guys. I've been listening for a while. I was like, oh, that's what's <laughs> up. When was the first time you saw us? Whatever. We're chatting. You just like nudged me and pointed to the stage. And then, like, so yeah, Lupe brings out uh, Crucial Conflict to Crucial do a song. Crucial Conflict. And apparently, he's announcing that on yeah. it was Wild Style's birthday that day. And on that day, uh, Chicago had, like, uh, basically named a, a holiday in his honor. Like, it was Chicago it's Wild, Wild Style, Style day. day, baby. So just because that's... And you want to talk about not going super deep with Lupe, pause. Uh, we, we're not Crucial Conflict diehards either. No, I've known but, about them forever. I've yeah. heard a song loose here and there, but Being it's like Chicago I don't know rappers. Uh, it's just slightly, uh, <laughs> b- slightly before my time. It's before our time, but we've known of them. I feel like um, very early on when we were recording songs like Muff Hugger and stuff at Carter Co Studios, which was like right next door to this venue. Yeah. Um, early on when we would do like fast rap type stuff, uh, Twista and Crucial Conflict were always talked about by other people in Chicago and. 
always recommended to us or suggested as, is this possibly an influence for your sound or anything? And we'd always be like, I know the name, but I don't really know the discography. So mid getting complimented by this cute girl, I just stopped paying attention to her altogether because Term nudged me and was like, hey, look. And I was like, sorry, I'm not looking at you anymore. Yeah. I'm looking at the stage. And then like I would look back at her and she was like still talking to me. And then I was just like, it was like the most awkward, like, like I'm done with you. I'm looking at rap stuff now. Right. And <laughs> that was the end of our interaction. Like, sorry. Go home. Networking extraordinaire. Um, but yeah, so he brings out Crucial Conflict. They do a track together. And then like well afterwards, we were um, we were back in the green room area fingerboarding on the table, naturally. And uh, we it's find- It's what we do. There's like a, you know, like a donut box, like a, a cardboard rectangle box. When you came like, in, you went pee first, and it was just me and Wildstyle- and I found my perfect in. I was like, hey, man, happy birthday. Should have sung it to him. Like, Congratulations. Uh, we dapped up and then just went immediately back to looking the other way and not talking now to each other. Get the fuck on my face. He was looking. There was a great view of the skyline out the green room window. and he was. We shared a romantic like, moment together. It seemed like... Uh, brushed hands. Uh, he was kind of looking off at, in the skyline and kind of taking in that, like, you know, he's, he's a lifelong Chicagoan. Yeah, and Chicago now is dedicated this day, this city, this this is the mine, day of his birth is mine today. Yeah, that's got to be a crazy. You feeling. know what he didn't need in that moment? You no. poking your head in there. With Probably some, not <laughs> some happy birthday bullshit. Uh, he enjoyed it. Uh, so, anyways, there was this like uh, cardboard box on the table after uh, or between sets, and yeah, we were playing a game of skate. Nobody else was in there. It's like there, a, there was one like lady a, in there, and we were like, we can't start playing with fingerboards. It's going to annoy her clack, so much. Clack clack clack. And then like the the dark clouds parting in the sky and the sun showing up, the lady leaves, and we were like, oh, we can stay in fingerboard now. Yeah, like scram, nobody cares, bitch. Anyway, so Wild Style comes in while we're doing that, and then like stops short of where we're at, and kind of just like slowly grabs the fuck it's his cake it's his birthday cake box that we're fingerboarding right. on right um so yeah i didn't think i'm like oh look it's just a box it's a perfect ledge it's a perfect street I'm not spot <laughs> affecting the cake i'm not taking a, a piece you know what i'm gonna go as far as to say it was a it wasn't a good look it's because he walked up too late he didn't see me stick a fakey flip switch blunt slide oh, by the way i beat you e to s so he, he, he did walk he up too late he did walk up too late i was putting on a clinic in there <laughs> <laughs> um, to be debated. Felt like it was my birthday in that bitch. Uh, but yeah, that's that's classic networking squares. Running into the Lupe fiasco, literally, and like hitting him, like, sorry, and then fingerboarding on Crucial Conflict's birthday kickbox. So. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah! <laughs> Did it. Elbows bumped. We're sociable. Link biffed. Uh, it was a really fun night, though. Very Really fun. cool to see Lupe live. Very good evening. Very, very good performer, Lupe Fiasco. Yep, that was our in, and uh, we blew it. Uh, what else? I mean, come on, what was going to come of that? Nothing. I mean, but we could have also said like, "Hello, nice to meet you." I'm sure it would have been like a fine interaction if we did that. And what difference no. would that have made? I don't know. I said FaceTime, little FaceTime. Hey, nice to meet style. you. You know? Yeah. Didn't make no. Any you you should have. You should have said, "Hey, for, as a little birthday gift to you, let me spit you a 16." Yeah. The vibe. This is, for, this is your gift. The vibe seemed like he was hanging. Uh, Lupe was hanging with Crucial Conflict, and there was some family. And the vibe was leave us alone. Yeah. And we did. Not hey, come, even if that wasn't come the vibe. Spit us unwarranted sixteens. <laughs> no, I didn't picture that happening at all. But you know, sometimes it's nice to dap up and say, hey, What's up, dude? Nice to meet you. you right. Know, I'm uh I've been a fan for a long time. You killed it. Time Something and like place. That. That's also, not cool, right? Could I have said that? That would have been cool. Also, we're guests of the actual opener. Perhaps if we were the opener. Yeah. But we're not. Well, here's the thing. They're gonna be on the road with Trop for a couple more weeks. Right. We should just use them as middlemen, like, no. hey, you need to play them our no. album. <laughs> Yo, is, is Crucial Conflict in Ohio now, too? Can you play them or album? <laughs> uh, yeah, pathetic. So um, that was Friday. And then uh, on Saturday, I made this uh, impromptu decision to go to the Ink Masters yeah, Tattoo dude. Convention with, uh, with I, Melina. I, some, I spy with my little eye Yeah, some new inkage. Well, it looks... It's still Inkovich Chamovsky. I haven't like uh, it's just covered in blood and and oh yeah, it looks leaky terrible. ink. Yeah, it looks like absolute shit right is there now. A, is there something over it? Yes. Okay. There's like a special plastic thing that you keep on for a few days. I would, I would hope so. I showered today. Just it doesn't get under that yet. So right. uh, it's supposed to like be good for the uh, the first couple days for it to whatever use the moisture and naturally fucking right do its thing. And then I take this off like tomorrow or the day after. So and, what was and this? Lube it up. This gathering, this convention, it has something to do with Ink Masters, but it's not Ink Masters. Well, here's the thing. 
Uh, uh, Dave Navarro was not present. No, I was not living Moss. <laughs> However, uh, Ink Master Singular is the show that we know and love. Know and love Ink Master with all my heart. Plural with an S. That's all it takes. Is it's like it's not the same thing. Ah, they uh, bastardized it. How, but like I was aware that I was I wasn't gonna go there and see everybody from the TV show I watched. I'm I'm like aware of that. I thought there's, you might see one person. There's, there's, two there's hundreds of uh, tattoo artists that are there for the weekend, and it's like it's kind of cool because I've never been to uh, a tattoo convention like that, and uh, I, I didn't have any plans necessarily to get a tattoo, right. but. Uh, just going with an open mind, and it just kind of sounded like something to do, you know. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was an affordable. You know, you pay like twenty bucks to get in, and then if you want a tattoo, look, the world is at your fingertips. There, you love tattoos. You yeah. have tattoos. You love Ink Master. You watch Ink Master. Yeah, there's an Ink Masters convention in your neck of the woods. Exactly. Uh, uh, what am I supposed to do here? Uh, what was so, you not be there? <laughs> uh, we cruised out to that, and then just like on a whim, I guess Melina had texted my sister, who also is like very into <laughs> tattoos, and the last time she went to a convention. She just got something just because. Right. So she's like, fuck it. I'll meet you there for a little bit. Now, what are the rates at a place like this? Do you just get a what discount? Uh, I feel like I got what I got for pretty fair, but it's also when you're walking around this place, it's like everybody wants to sell you and you're just looking. Like, I'm, and I'm sure everyone who's attending wants like a deal. I'm sure. sure, But yeah. like even more than the deal. Everybody there, uh, like a car salesman, is trying to, hey, what you looking for today? Hey, and like you stop for one second to look at their flip, their book. I hate that. So they're like really trying to get you in that. What do I got to do to put you in my tattoo chair today? You know, like Like right now. I don't like the pressure of telling the salesman that I'm just browsing. And then it was this like paradox of they ask you what you want and you're still trying. I'm trying to figure it out. Melina and I were talking about getting something like not matching, but similar. Just like, hey, we went together today. We've talked for a a long time about we both have tattoos, but we've never like gone to a tattoo artist and both got like a thing, like an us thing. Uh, So that was in the back of our minds. But yeah, every time somebody starts trying to sell you, it makes it harder to figure figure that out because now they're like so what are you looking for today i'm like i don't know like her and i have this like thing where she's like a, a ladybug and i'm like a frog or whatever so like maybe like a, a frog or a, oh a frog okay like you just google's frog tattoo like what's something like this something like this you want me to do something like this and it's like dude chill i haven't even decided if i even want a fucking tattoo today relax so we kept having to like remove ourselves from the little the elevator pitch of everybody to be like okay yeah. before we can go walk around again we needed to come up with an idea of like something we'd want to get together, and we had to narrow that down. But yeah, we landed on bugs. There's a lot of stuff. Nobody like goes I to said, a tattoo convention and just says bugs. Let me get a bug. But like, there's a lot of bug tattoos, just like a fucking spider web on the elbow with a thing dangling off of yeah, it. There were some pretty sick, like uh, uh, like praying mantis moths, like the silent. I, th- I thought about doing the silence okay. of the lambs moth in black and gray on my right this arm because death it's head moth. The top of my um sleeve my hitchcock sleeve is the birds and i was like maybe i could just do a big bird at the top of that and that's still with the horror movie theme you know right and i was thinking but but like i didn't go that direction anyways um so yeah it was a big bird it was uh just kind of wandering around aimless for a little bit looking at everybody's work and thinking about what to get and then we decided on bugs and so my sister got like a little bee and then while she was like putting her name in with the artist to do this really small piece Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking too. Like small. I don't want to spend too much money. Let's just get in and out. Right. You uh, t- you did send. Uh, you had. You were looking at a pretty big Mars Attacks. Uh, yeah. Artwork. Well, I mean, when I'm walking around a tattoo convention, just looking for inspiration, and I saw that like right. on this dude. I asked him too. I was like, it's, I asked him where he was based of because he's from Memphis, and I'm like, well, if he was closer, or like maybe one day, right? Go the, back. Yeah, I shared that on uh, Instagram, and everybody was like, you have to. So the, that tattoo was screaming your name. Yeah, <laughs> so it was uh, one of the aliens from Mars Attacks, and then... In text all around his helmet, it was just like, ack, 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 but it's A-C-K. Yeah, and it's also huge as shit. This tattoo would have taken up like half, a whole shoulder blade, like half on my back. Can't it was probably like it small? A lot of times, no, you've seen enough Ink Master episodes to know, like, you limit the detail, you know? If, you could if you, make you could do a Mars Attacks alien smaller than that. Sure, but not much smaller than that. If you want to get like the brain to look cool with all of that detail in right. it and stuff, yeah. Otherwise, it's just going to be a bunch of smooshy shit together, Shmoosh. and they they want to do good work. So, right. That's also you know more worth their while to uh, to make uh, a better profit off a bigger tattoo. But totally. either way, it, even if I shrunk it down small, that shit would have been too big for what I was looking to get. I was thinking about getting like a little quarter sized 
bird bee something right. like that and i got this yeah giant new school killer bee and I, I just talked to one of the shops uh had a stand that i liked and i liked like the cut of their jib when they were doing their sales thing he just like uh-huh. it felt less like desperate you right. know and and he was just like let me know what you're looking to do or like something buggy like maybe like a wasp or a killer bee he's like oh dude i could bang out a fire killer bee in full color for you he's like you want a realistic or cartoonish i was like well i got my one arm that's like kind of more realistic black and gray. And then this color car- cartoony styles are more on my right arm. Right. And he's like, dude, let me do that new school cartoon for you. And I was just like, all right, he seems eager Hell yeah. while he's dr- drafting it. I filled out the paperwork and then I started like having anxiety 10 minutes later while I'm waiting for him to draw it up. I was like, I didn't look at one piece of this guy's work. I didn't look at his name. I didn't grab his card. <laughs> I didn't go on his Instagram. I just like talked to him. I liked his energy and I was like, let's go. And I was like, what am I doing? Dude, what the fuck did I just get myself into? Right. Meanwhile, 40 minutes later we go back he's got both of them drawn up and uh we were just both like fuck yeah that's exactly like what we were hoping these would both look like so melina ended up getting like a cicada with spread wings so is it the same guy did both of you yes awesome pause um i was going to put it next to um this yellow duck i have for keith on my arm on right. the cartoon and then like when he shows it to me it's like it's larger than i thought and it's also a bee which is yellow i'm like do i want two yellow yeah. like a duck and a bee right next to each other and you have to get it kind of on the inside yeah if you had it there i've never thought about getting a like a leg tattoo before this weekend and then just in my head i was like i don't know like i don't know if i want it on my arm but i would get it where would i get it like what's a backup spot and i was like fuck it I, i'll get some on my thigh like who cares thigh is cool that's yeah. a good place for it i think thigh is cooler than like calf uh, the bee's knees hello wow right above my knee better spot now is this supposed to have any sort of wu-tang meaning to it no not necessarily i know you've said the triumph it's like the first rap thing you ever saw the video on tv that wasn't my motivation for getting you. it but I also, I was thinking like, oh, Killer Bees, Wu-Tang, that's cool. But no, it wasn't like part of my motivation. However, yeah, that's correct. That's I don't know it. why I said encapsulated. That's not the right word. That Wu-Tang video was one of the first like rap things that like made me, I don't know, it just kind of like floored me. I was like, yo, this is awesome. And I was like 10 or 11 years old. Like, yeah. What am I looking at? This this Killer Bee fucking, he's climbing up the side of the building right. and there's this bee swarm. That's why you did it, bro. Um, captivated. No. I think I was going for captivated. For real though, like with tattoos. I'm gonna say the older I get, there's less reasons that go into them. I just like I want to do something fun with my babe. Like, yeah. what do you want to do? Let's 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 spitball ideas. Okay, it. bugs. That's that's something. Sorry, term hit himself in the face. I just, like, just, just smashed my face <laughs> with <good>? the microphone. <laughs> um, yada yada yada. So he starts doing this, and then I realize I'm like, oh, I didn't wear shorts, and I just said to put it on my. So I'm like, Hell yeah, I gotta dude. take my pants off. Even better. And so I'm in my undies the whole time, and then while he's doing it, he's not even like onto the color portion of the tattoo, and he was like, yo, uh, we should submit this for for small color, and I was like, well, what does that mean? What did you just say to me? Right. So it's like every day, my next inquiry. they have categories that they do like judging on, and you can enter your work for that day. I don't even think it had to be from that day. It's like if you're there and you have something that fits the category, it's like a blind judging, and then you announce if you won, and then yeah, so I got to go up and like. Uh, stand in a row in front of everybody in attendance there, and then like pull With my pants, pants off. Down. Yeah, nice. and then they inv- you like come up, look, cl- lean down, put your face right in his crotch, and get a good look at this thing. You know, so I'm just like standing there in my undies while everybody there is like getting an up close look at my tattoo. Um, but yeah, it won. The dude won uh, best small color with this, the uh, the angry bee. Fuck yeah, it. So you should have got it for free. You should have given your money back. What? He should have given your money <laughs> My back. My money your back? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was pretty cool to like, it feels pretty cool when you do nothing at all. You just sit there for 90 minutes and then you win an award. I'm like, I am, I am pretty winner. great. Yeah. All these years of watching Ink Master and now I am one. Fuck yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty stoked on it. It was, uh, it was affordable and... Uh, it was pretty quick. Like it just sucks. We took so long to figure it out because it got to this point where like it takes time to do a tattoo, and then he's doing Melina after me, and then I'm like, oh, Archie's home alone like all fucking day. I was right. just like, we got to get home for the dog soon. But uh, so then we could have left. I was like, well, I kind of want to stay and see if if I won, and I did. So I got a trophy and everything. Woo! Pretty sweet. Um, also, by the way, to get to the tattoo convention, this is in that Rosemont area. It's not just the tattoo convention. All the conventions that go on go on there with all the like hotels. It's the Rosemont Convention Center. Exactly. And you know what else is going on? 
anime convention. Nice. So we pull up. Nerd city. And it's like, yeah, dude, you're like watching. It's like a festival. People crossing the street, police crossing guards, and they are all dressed up like Mario and fairies. And dude, I went to the bathroom and just like Lupe, bumped into a guy. He's coming out. I'm going in. And uh, so jacked, dude. He's like Tarzan. And he's dressed like it. Loincloth sword sheath like black dude white dude white dude but with like with brown spray tan he's so tan tan okay like super tan so, yeah, black but dude. this dude is jacked and i'm like i didn't know jacked people could be nerds too oh yeah like when you're like when you look like you nerds. could just be a porn star and crush puss and you're just like you're showing off your muscles and your abs for like photos in front of step and repeat backdrops of nerd shit i'm like Joesthetics. wow right uh but yeah, we like got detoured on the way to the tattoo convention. We're like, where the fuck are we, dude? Right. It's just like a you know circus of freaks. I mean, it's <laughs> nice. It's yeah. nice to never uh, grow up. Right. Yeah, they'll tell you to cling to you know aspects of your childhood. Well, it's also forever. it must be nice for them to have a place where like they get to go and everybody's like them. Everybody's dressed up like Princess Peach or whatever. Like. I felt weird when I was crossing through their convention center to get to the one I was going to. I felt weird that I wasn't wearing... They were looking at me like a freak, you know? Yeah. That's how freak show this is. I was like, look at this idiot in a black t-shirt and a hoodie. Fucking jerk off. Dork. Um, Let's get him! Yeah, so I got my ass kicked by the Incredible Hulk and uh, lived to tell about it. Um, I don't know. What'd you do on the weekend after Friday anything fucking in particular? UFC 290 boy right I got home to catch the end of uh, the pay-per-view but I was also still like starving had to take Archie out and uh, just watching c- fights at home and just kind of like amped on my new tattoo and right. whatever awesome card very good card some heartbreaking moments some stupid picks by yours truly. I mean, what else is new? What else is new? I knew Yair by head kick was a very bad call and then it wasn't going to happen. But <laughs> I almost texted you that could, night to say happened. like, you know, murderous finish by Volk. But I was like, he's probably like crying right now because I bet no. he didn't fucking so, vote for Vuk. Vuk. Uh, 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 root for Volk, rather. As big of a fan as I am of Yair Rodriguez, I was less heartbroken to see him get finished and more expecting it uh, than I was to see Robert Whitaker. That fucking sucked. I, I saw that, that sort of. That was really gay. What I just watched last night, though, which I thought was awesome, and even me, like I, I don't even care. I don't have like investments in the sport like you do. And watching uh, the Robbie Lawler send off, that I got like a little was like awesome. Yeah, I was like, this guy rules. Like, good for him. Yeah, um, Robbie <laughs> I'm Lawler. I'm proud of him. Knocked out Nico Price in about forty seconds time. Yep. Nico Price. He's known for blocking punches with his face. But I don't know. Not that one. He caught it (laughs) right between the When it first happened, my first reaction was like, did Nico Price just let Robbie Lawler win to send send off this legend? He's a nice guy. In the best possible way. I don't think that's the case. I think Robbie landed just a beautiful left hook on the temple. Hit him like five times in a row. Perfectly. Uppercut and then a hook. Yeah. Which just shut the lights off. But um, it was so weird to see. Well, he's been in the UFC for like two decades and so that was his you Robbie know, Lawler made his debut his in the UFC fight. in May of 2002 he's been a UFC fighter for over 20 years I do believe that he left at some point and maybe fought in strike force or something um, but I think Arlovsky is the only active fighter who debuted uh, earlier than Robbie Lawler yeah and um, I don't know just I've never seen uh, somebody retire in the ring and then have like a promo queued up yeah, uh, waiting for them like while they're still. I wonder if, if they if just Lawler got knocked speech. out in forty seconds. If they would have played that the real, or if they just would have been like, oh, they, you know, if, I've had a pleasure calling your fights and congratulations. They probably would have waited until like everyone filed out of the ring and shown it to yeah. like the stadium on the jumbotron or whatever. But yeah, it just it worked out perfectly for them to be able to broadcast that and then do it while Robbie's like in the ring. I feel like I've seen a handful of fighters retire, uh, whether they announced it in advance or not. Usually when it's like an old, older guy like that, like when we watch Glover and everybody left in uh, Brazil or whatever, it was awful, but it was like, you knew going into it that this is, is, it was announced. This is like my retirement fight. Yes. And you kind of like, I don't know. I always want to see the old timer go out on a good note and they never do because they're old I know. and they get knocked out. And that's why they're retiring that night is like, yo, I just keep losing and I don't have the same, I don't know, the power, the the heart for it anymore. On the the same card as Glover, uh, Shogun Hua 
retired. Right. Same spot. He was the feature prelim fight, but he lost. But at yeah. least he got to do it with an audience. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's the most recent like legend, former champ, uh, to retire. And unfortunately, once again, like it seems to usually happen, it was it was on a loss. Yeah. So uh, just epic to see Robbie Waller not just on a win, but on a forty second walk off knockout finish. Yeah, um, that was very tight. And then to see Robbie Lawler, who's like the most stoic, like alpha fucking UFC fighter, Niagara Falls. Uh, to see his full like face contorting and quivering while they're playing that promo is just like it's so weird to for a moment to be like tear inducing and it's all built around like a guy who just knocked Savagery. out a guy who just fucking flatlined someone in forty seconds with yeah. a left hand. Flatlines a guy in forty seconds and then they show and then the highlight like, reel of two minutes <laughs> of him oh, flatlining so people in less time in the highlight reel. It's, it's just so, like it's odd. It's pure br- brutality, but everyone's like welling up. Yeah. Uh, no, I thought that was cool. I didn't know. I didn't like, uh, besides uh, Volks and Moreno's title defenses, I didn't know what that lineup looked like, and I just put the prelims on Such last night. Such a stacked card. And the prelims pretty good, too. Um, yeah, no, I did not expect Bo Nickel to get a knockout finish in a matter of seconds. That's the, that's Val Woodburn the, didn't land a single punch. I didn't see that fight. It's crazy. I missed that one. I got home, uh, and the Dan Hooker fight was on. And Dan Hooker versus Jalen Turner fucking wild exchange dan hooker has a chin of steel uh for him to be able to reverse that second round and win it and then win the third uh dominantly amazing performance by dan hooker i think we all thought that was fight of the night until moreno versus pantoja stole the show yeah um wild fight i guess brandon moreno broke his hand in the first round so who knows where that goes next i don't the division's kind of in a weird place Brandon Moreno's fought like six straight title fights. Some people think he maybe deserves a rematch yeah. at the end of that. I'm sure the rest of the division doesn't want to see him fight right. a seventh title fight in, was, in a row. I was going to say, I don't know who else is up next, but that was such a great fight. I wouldn't be surprised if they yeah. ran that one back again. I think it was uh, such a close fight, too. Who would be like, if you look at the rankings, who would be up next is this dude, El Bazi, who a few weeks ago fought Kai Kara France and somehow walked away with a decision victory uh though me and every other person that watched that fight knows for a fact that kai car france won that fight so I, I don't know where the division goes from there i think they should do moreno versus Elbazi, and the winner gets a, a, another shot at pantoja hell yeah um awesome fucking card though robert whitaker fuck that sucks all right let's do uh, an obituary real quick Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory About to drink a little whiskey, mommy Longest buildup ever. For real. Golly. This week, we say goodbye to Coco Lee. I'm in love with the Coco. I'm in love with the Coco. Uh, who is Coco Lee now? I don't know. She's a... Uh, She's an actress. Hong Kong musician, actress, dancer, and singer whose career began in Hong Kong and later expanded to Taiwan and internationally. Um, Her single, Do You Want My Love, received international attention, entering the top 50 in U.S. Billboard Dance Club play chart. Uh, She performed A Love Before Time from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon at the 73rd Academy Awards, becoming the first Chinese-American to perform at the Oscars. Come on, um, I don't know. I guess she did like the soundtrack to Mulan, Crouching Tiger. Uh-huh. Okay. Lee expanded to doing screen work such as voicing Fa Mulan in the Mandarin version of Disney's animated film. Oh, uh, okay. Because it said the voice of Mulan. And then when I looked up Mulan on IMDb, 
She was not credited as the voice. Mandarin dub. Mandarin dub. Uh, in 2001, she broke ground with American audiences when she became the first Chinese-American. Oh, you just said that. Uh, she was the first Chinese ambassador to Chanel and was also involved in charitable oh. work. In the early 2000s, Lee was a youth AIDS ambassador in Bangkok, <coughs> Thailand. AIDS cock. Um, oh. Lee was born with a defect in her left leg. At the age of two, she underwent surgery, which failed to correct the problem, causing her to rely more heavily on her right leg for most of her life. It's pretty amazing. She became a dancer. Yeah. On March 8th this year, she disclosed to her fans on social media that she had surgery on her pelvis and thigh in Hong Kong after triggering an old leg injury during a dance rehearsal. She shared videos of herself leaning to walk, learning, excuse me, to walk again with the aid of a walker as well as a nurse. And last week, tragically, she attempted suicide and was admitted to the Queen Mary Hospital in an unconscious state where she died three days later at the age of 48. R.I.P. Coco. We hardly knew ye. All right, I guess... um Slow death week. Thank goodness. But uh, no, rest dude. in peace to Coco. We got motherfucking the... I mean, I guess it depends on uh, the source of information. Depending on the source of information, the co-founder of the Philly Pops, as well as their principal conductor from 1979 to 2013, Peter Nero, piano pianist extraordinaire has passed away at the age <laughs> you'll get you'll scroll you'll find it 89 two-time Grammy winner Peter Nero though he did not take home the award um this song summer of 42 won the Grammy in 1972 and it beat Isaac Hayes theme from Shaft this this beat Shaft this beat Shaft no no disrespect but let's be real here when asked in an interview who his favorite piano player was Ray Charles responded Art Tatum could play anything and also Peter Nero plays his buns off. Dang. Hell yeah, dude. Ray Charles talked about this guy's butt? It's quite the endorsement. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's all I got on this guy. <laughs> all right. R.I.P. Peter Nero. Okay, well, it's good that it's a slow week because we only have about like a small shot each left in this bottle. So For sure. For sure. Let's do that. Call it a freaking obit. R.I.P. Coco Lee and Peter Nero. We hardly knew ye. Jeffrey Carlson also knew ye way less. You never watched All My Children? Not once in my life. Yeah. Okay, well, here's a shot. Let's take this and uh, see if we can find a fan question or two, eh? Clank! Cheers. It's time for fan questions. It's time for fan questions. TPS report. Woo! All right. This one is written in. And uh, this is from Patreon. It says, is there a reason for Term not having any tattoos? Is it just not his style? Wow, topical. And there's a second part. I just figured I'd give you a chance to answer that. I think the the first, so if I say first, uh, I'm indecisive. Um, but I think even before that, when I was younger, it was just like, I don't like needles. Yeah. I, I don't want to voluntarily have a needle scraped across my skin. Yeah. I don't just, even like getting a shot. I don't, I don't like needles. It's two different... I know that sensations I've altogether. since learned that it's two completely different sensations, and uh, usually when you're getting a tattoo, you kind of get numb to it, depending on the you know the placement. Yeah. It's like the first five minutes, 
even as someone who's been tatted a bunch, like I'm, and it's I'm, not like when it's I always like, oh, here we go. That's right. That's what that feels like. And then it goes on for an hour and a half. Like, what are you gonna do? Bite your lip the whole time? Right. It's like it kind of just gets conditioned to feeling just like this, this like 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 hot. It just feels like a hot yeah something something hot's happening. It's not like when life. I get a shot from a doctor, I'm like writhing in pain or screaming either. Uh, I mean, getting shots from a doctor doesn't make you. It's just the mental thing of like a needle going into my skin. And it fucks with me. Yeah, I never had a huge problem with that. I remember when I got like blood drawn as a kid yeah. and they would say like you don't have to look a lot of people don't like don't looking like at look. blood i look right at it i'm just like i don't that's fine right take the blood like even when i was seeing nine. my blood <laughs> is 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 not the thing i know some people will like faint if they see their own blood yeah that has nothing to do with that i just don't like i don't want to see it go in the needle go into my skin uh, um i think you know third what is third i that have just gone this long with nothing and I'm a bare like blank canvas I'm just used to it I'm used to being a blank canvas I think it's cool while I was getting tattooed there was a guy walked up to the to the table uh of the the shop I was with and was saying how like you know because they you know car salesmen they greet him hey what you looking at you know you like something on the table what can we can come up with something for you and he's like I don't know I never got a tattoo before right and you can like see their eyes light up you know like fresh fish virgin yeah um but it is probably exciting for a tattoo artist to like oh, I'm sure there's a somebody who's interested to in be like someone's first converting them, you know, like, oh, like, uh, I was stoked too uh, when my artist mentioned that when he was like, it's like, I'm stoked on this. I think it's going to be killer, dude. Like, we should submit this for the contest at the end of the day. And I was like, all right, like, let me know what you need from me. And he's like, nothing. Just like, oh, we'll put your name in the thing. Just pull and, your pants yeah. down. Uh, I knew when he mentioned that, that he was like approaching the tattoo from like a... I'm, I want to knock this out of the fucking park. Exactly. I, that's another thing I liked about his attitude. He was just like, dude, I got the, I can already envision it, that's and I think it's the best one of the day. And he was right. Yeah. I went up against five other people in that category and beat them. So I was like, damn, I ha- I picked the right guy. So like, yeah, I'm anxious as shit beforehand. Like, dude, I don't even know who the fuck I just decided to work with. And then afterwards, I was like, whew, made the right call. I have Pretty like, stoked. Um, flirted with the possibility um a couple times in recent past when we've been on the road um when you and jarv got tatted up at skank fest last year yeah i've seen you it was not an option there um to do anything that wasn't in the portfolios right had it been i may had had attempted to get i've probably said it on here before like the only idea of a tattoo that i have that i would want that to me is like unique enough and also references something that means something to me is uh, it's it's the Mr. Horsepower tattoo that Nicolas Cage's character in Raising Arizona has on his arm. Yeah. And I would get it in the same place because I admire H.I. McDonough. How many people do you think ever caught that lyric in uh, May Day? Very few. Yeah. I stay I recently, high like McDonough. I recently posted... That's a Raising Arizona reference because, because the character's name is H.I. H.I. McDonough. Yeah. And I rhymed it with... Nobody knows that. Bebe's Kids, like that old blues record. The one to skip, whoop you, when I wanna, when I wanna, when I wanna, which is a it's a reference to Bebe's Kid. It's a straight up like line from Bebe's Kids. Yeah. And um, that, I mean, I knew that because you told me, but I didn't grow up watching Baby's Kids. I would have never caught that. I recently like posted that little tidbit of info and I got a shitload of messages like nobody knew what I, I was talking about. when I put Legends out, there's, there's a few little like subtle references, but I was like one that I know no one's going to get that's so like surface level, if you do know, is the, you the know. Stephen King movie? Exactly. And I, I only saw it this past year for the first time. And while I was watching it, I came up with like a, oh, dude, I could make a movie reference to this Maximum Overdrive movie and say something about how i'm self-driven right and i'm i'm self-driven i've been on the road a long time i just started thinking about like oh i can i can reference this movie very easily if i can just come up with something that rhymes with maximum overdrive and then the song comes out and then yeah i put in my on my instagram i was just like i'm gonna share the the cover of this movie just so that somebody out there will like see what i'm going for yeah we have to <laughs> we have to tell I think you, people did appreciate you catch it, that one and we have to but uh, i followed that post up with uh by the way, the the line I'm rhyming it with, H.I. Stay High Like McDonough, I, I doubt anyone's even catching that either. Okay. My favorite movie, Raising Arizona, H.I. McDonough is the main character. Uh, the follow-up question is, Term, what is your least favorite tattoo on Axe Body? Be honest. We all have that. I was young when I got a tattoo. Yeah, I mean the cross. 
Right. You're a Jew, so to be expected. Exactly. It's like you nailed my people to that thing. Yes. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I'm, well, it's also going to nail your people to that thing. And isn't that funny? The one that I thought was the most meaningful at a young age is like the least meaningful to me personally. And that like even my friends would be like, well, yeah, that one, like, because it's so not my friend. Right. And it, it's just this fate. I don't know. It's 20 year old. Jesus didn't is stay. Not my friend. That's kind of why it makes it easier to commit to other tattoo ideas, especially when you come out of the gates with one that's like stupid oh, or like still cool or whatever, but not holding on to the meaning. Right. Like, so even at a certain point in my life when I'm like going through horror movie fandom in my twenties, I was like, well, even if I get just like Alfred Hitchcock on my arm, it's like, it's as meaningful as the cross at this point, which kind of is meaningless. Like maybe my love of horror movies is actually more meaningful than that first tattoo or the inspiration that led me to get the cross, you know? I always forget you have the uh, MC Escher hands drawing each me too. other That's on, on my back. back. I never that's, I never see on it. On your so. hairy ass back. It's still pretty. I don't know. That waxing, like the hair's growing back now, but right. it's still pretty tame in comparison. Two months later, I'm a pretty groomed boy back there. Hell yeah. Um, so it's just the sleeve, uh, the cards, the cross, the duck, the gangster, and the Escher. And, and the now bee. the killer bee. So yeah, however many that is. Yeah, definitely the cross. And the, I guess the, the, the Hitchcock one. sleeve is the it's it's like six and one right. as far as the half does the iconography other. being referencing towards something. But um, yeah. you can and the thing with that cross, even like without the fade, it's faded a lot. Um, but I feel like it's so open to a cover up. Yeah. Somewhere down it's the line. It's large for a cover-up, but the more faded it gets over time, I, I agree. Like, if I ever decided to do something, somebody could definitely hide that. It's pretty It's pretty gray. Right. You Those know. swirls that go around it, uh, it can be worked into, like, a snake or a dragon or something. Well, I'm not totally gay. Dragon. Japanese style, though? <laughs> now, I, I even said on Saturday while we were looking at people's art, I was like, that's the thing, too, is like when you're walking the booths, I can see which artists are doing the style really well, by the way, that I don't want, like portraits and stuff. Right. Like, All right, there's a portrait artist. I'm walking right by him because I don't want a portrait. I don't have anybody in mind. I'm not interested in portraits. Ever? Um, I mean, certainly not on Saturday, but no, maybe Archie one day. Um, but like, you can just see who does what. And a lot of people have like, yeah, dragons and snakes are very popular in tattoos. But I just saw all every time I see a dragon, I'm just like, not for me. Yeah, I just can't picture getting that like swirly bellied dragon up my arm. No, I would come up with something different for sure. That's not your style. Um, I didn't. I've never figured myself to be like a totally new school. You know, this is like technically a new school right. killer bee tattoo because of like how cartoonish it is in the face and stuff. But when he showed me the drawing, I was like. I was pretty hyped. I was thinking I like, like new school stuff. Me too. But but I've also seen where the line is drawn for me. Like some stuff is way bizarre and too how bizarre. I, yeah, just like uh, bubbly and and like no, yeah, everything is so exaggerated. Like the eyes are like bunny ears. They're so big or something. I was like, all right, we'll take it easy. Who's that guy that won the first season? Or was it the second season? It was a new school guy. Um, Jamie or something. I don't or? think he won, but yeah, I think Jamie was the bald guy who did. New school. Like he was his a great shit artist, but it's a little too yeah, yeah. too new school. I'm, I'm exactly. assuming for your flavor. Yeah, but I could, that's why I have like two different. My body's in two halves right now of like the the black and gray. Uh, I mean, that's really it. There's black and gray on one side of my body, and there's color on the other side. So anytime I'm coming up with something, that's just like, all right, well, which style and side is it going to go on? And once yeah. I figure that out, off to the races, whatever. Um, and then yeah, anytime you get one, it's like I'm, I'm pretty. You know, it's like. Addictive is the wrong word, but it's like, oh, that, that was fun. I like what I that we did. I like that he showed it to me, and it didn't have like uh, out outstretched wings like like that Silence of the Lambs moth or something. I was hoping it kind of had that that bee hunch, you know? Right. Like the, the wings are going down its back, kind of curving to its its stinger or whatever. But we didn't talk about that, and I was like, ah, fuck. What if he shows me this like open butterfly wing bee? Yeah, no. And I don't got room for that. I don't want a big winged thing. He showed it to me. I was just like... I had no comments. I was like, let's go. And then as he's doing it, he's like, you care if I like make the eyes, put some like, you know, uh, red dots in the eyes, make them kind of look like angrier, a little stone or something. I was like, do it. You care if I put some like purple shading around the, I was like, at this point, dude, it's like, I agree. I don't even know your name. Right. <laughs> I never said hello. Nice to meet you. It's like, do whatever you want, dude. I'm your canvas now. And, uh, I kind of always anticipate that with tattoos also where like, I feel not super comfortable bringing in like, a 
a thing that's just like, hey, this is Tommy Pickles from the Rugrats. I, I Googled this image and I want that. I always work with the artists. Right. Like even this, uh, the thing from the, what's the song? Got my money right. I've got the little the uh, sugar skull gangster guy. Right. And even that, he Love like, that one. the artist redrew it because the, the Nether Friends drawing, you know, he's like, let me do it in my style, but it was the same guy. Yeah. You know, so like I want to let the artist be able to do their art and not just be like, hey, here's a picture, do this, which I guess is what I did for Escher and the cross and, and stuff. But since then, I just think it's... And you were a youngster do it, then. Yeah. You were green. Escher right. was your second one. Yeah. These are all like phases in my life. Not to mention like... Religious you, childhood, MC Escher art you, phase. And you then, bring an MC Escher to a tattoo artist to put on... You don't want him to alter it. Exactly. Then, then it's not an MC Escher. Right. So, hey, so there's a fine line there. Um, we have a, a friend who's a total dweeb, and he was like <laughs> uh, pitching like ideas. Uh, he likes bands there's a few bands he likes and they weren't even ideas it was just straight up the logo to all the bands he likes we're trying to like explain to him how gay that is search for like a song and try and have like an, an a tattoo artist like illustrate a lyric from your favorite song or find like an obscure imagery from one of their album covers or something like don't just do the logo to a band you like how yeah because there's lame I'm sure is there's... that Anybody who got a tattoo as a fan of that band, if you had to like break them up into categories, the biggest chunk on the pie chart is going to be people who got the logo for for fish or whatever. Where it's like, well, how's about you? You go on. <laughs> yeah, go through the lyrics or something, and like to your point about like it having meaning. Like even if it doesn't have meaning, you want it to be somewhat unique, right? You want it to be something that like. So like, here's an idea. MF Doom is the reason that I started rapping. I wouldn't have rapped. Right. And you wouldn't MF just Doom. get his and mask. And I wouldn't just get the Doom mask. Yeah. I've said before, it was particularly the song Rhinestone Cowboy on the Mad Villainy album where he goes, got more soul than a sock with a hole. Oh, you get Ray with his boot and <laughs> a toe popping out. <laughs> a toe popping out of the boot. Covered in mustard. You get a, a, a <laughs> fucking sock with a hole where the soul of the sock should be. Something like that. You know, yeah. is is more meaningful, or a than monkey just, in a cage getting shocked with a pole. It's, it's that would actually be a sick tattoo. Yeah, um, but yeah, exactly like that. Like you, you should spend the time to. He doesn't say monkey. He says he's got the game. Locked right, in the a game cage. locked in. A, I guess I always just pictured. I guess I always just pictured an ape. <laughs> that's um, that's your problem, bro. Um. All right. Well, I had one more question, but we'll do that on Patreon. So in the meantime, is there only uh, one more? No, I got a, I got a few. I was gonna do this. It's like a two minute voicemail, and you okay. know we got two shows to do. So go on over to the Patreon and uh, where's the fucking plug music, dude? It's up your butt. Um, yeah, we're gonna go to Patreon and do another episode. So I'll save these fan questions for that. And uh, we have one more episode next week that we pre-recorded, but Term and I are going to be. Uh, both out of town doing other things for a couple of weeks. So uh, next week's going to be the last episode for like the following maybe two weeks. And we'll be back in early August with, with fresh stuff. But I'm saying that for the uh, non-patrons to know that this is like the perfect time. If you if you do want to hear some more yes, shows yes. and you haven't heard the Patreon episodes yet, there's like 25 of them. So it's a lot more than just missing, you know, potentially missing two weeks worth. Go catch up on 20 weeks worth um for five bucks and fucking cancel the next month if that's the case but there is content out there check that out in the meantime but we uh we have tinge going on until early august so yes. we'll be off a couple weeks after next if you are longing to hear the sweet sweet sultry voices of the palmer squares go over to patreon.com slash palmer squares become a patron five dollar tier you get all the stashed episodes not uh, to mention the one that we will be recording in a couple minutes time um also we have shows coming up. Mm, excuse me. Where are we going to be? Oh, I think we might have. I don't know if we announced this already, but we're going to be in Sandusky, Ohio on August 24th. That's the day before the WAC show in Baltimore. Um, check our website for tickets. I don't know. If, uh, there should be a ticket link by the, the time this episode comes out. of Callahan Auto Parts. Um, so Sandusky, Ohio, we're going to be there August 24th. And then the big show with Wax Jarv and the Grilled Lincolns in Baltimore on August Where 25th. Is the big show? I don't even know if we've confirmed this, but we're trying to play uh, uh, in New Jersey on the 26th. So check our website to see 
if we confirmed that while we're off the Keep air. Keep an eye out. Uh, yeah, we should be in Stanhope, New Jersey on the 26th. And irregardless, we will be in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for the second time ever. Um, that'll be August 27th. All ages show. Tickets are on sale for that right now, too. Um, and then we got uh, Nelson Ledges with Bad Fish in Garrettsville, Ohio. That's uh, September 22nd. And then we start the seven shows with Tropidelic on Halloween. Halloween, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Jacksonville, November 1st. Deland, Florida, November 2nd. Stewart, Florida, November 3rd. Atlanta, Georgia, November 10th. And Murfreesboro, Tennessee on November 11th. And once again, this Friday, technically Thursday at midnight for the diehards who can't even wait to sleep one more night. Um, Junkyard Samurai 2, the, the full project. Yeah! We'll be streaming slash screaming everywhere. Uh, it's a long time coming, so make sure you check that out. We shared a few singles already, but um, there's more songs, and they're all coming out uh, Friday. Hell yeah! You can get Palmer Squares merchandise at palmersquares.com slash shop. All patrons get a 20% discount code. Um, head on over to palmersquares.com com slash shop <laughs> nailed it buy things <laughs> um and then yeah of course tps reports podcast at gmail.com 708-797-3079 technically you guys have a few weeks to uh to refill our voicemail uh and email inbox with fan questions uh we have a stashed episode with some stuff already recorded for next week and when we come back we want new fresh ideas to bring up on the show so mm. Don't be a stranger. Stash my box. Also, um, speaking of boxes and stashes, send us things to Palmer Squares, P.O. Box 47772, Chicago, Illinois, 60647. Uh, you know, what we always say severed limbs, fart in a ball jar, live explosive, make it a P.U. box, invite to Skankfest. That would be nice. Yeah. Send us a. <laughs> Send us a Skankfest 2023 invite, right. please. Can we? Should we make the call t- to our listeners please. to uh, to harass the organization, harass the skanks <laughs> in in a nice way, though? No, don't you guys don't anybody. do that. No, no, no. Just look, ask them where look, where are the Palmer Squares at. Look, I sent two. Where e- are they at? I sent two emails and a DM, just trying to ask if we're on this year. All the people don't respond to emails anymore. They respond to comments on social media. Right. So we go have to blow make a, them up. Do we have to make a Threads account to to email Skankfest now? <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess as of right now, I don't think that's on our on our fall docket. But no, I don't know. Unfortunately, I'm staying optimistic. You guys, no news is good news. Right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's coming. I actually watched an episode recently. Well, I, sometimes I'll play video games and I'll put a podcast on, and I was listening to Skanks, and they were talking about how they were trying to get underground rappers to perform at Skankfest, but a lot of the fees are too high. Like, they wanted to get uh, Hobson, and they were like, but he charges a lot. And I was like, guys, we're right fucking here. Well, you want Hobson, not us? There's he's, two of us. He seemed to be pretty comfortable with what we charge, and we'll take less. <laughs> I'll take nothing. Let's just hang out, you guys. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, in any event. No, we're being replaced. It's all right. It's okay. Yeah. Our time our time is past. I get it. Old news. <laughs> Old news is bad news. Um, and yeah, bishoprecords.com for any double disc vinyls. Planet of the Shapes on sale now. I guess that's it, you guys. Make sure to check out Junkyard Samurai, the album, part two. Um, Please do. And follow the uh, Smoochie Gang playlist on Spotify this week. Let's get out of here with something from our old pal, DJ Hool, who uh, is a very sick rapper by the name of Julius, who we've uh, performed with in the past, and a uh, tiny chain gang member. This is a song called Rollin' by DJ Hool. Find it in the playlist. Find it in the description. And uh, I guess that's it. We'll see you on Patreon any second now. Kill Whitey. Kill Whitey!
to shop round Yeah, I shop peas, that mean I shop pounds That F-150, that's how I got round Bitch, I'm still making moves, these niggas block down Never gave these niggas attention, how I rock now Man, I was angry about some shit, but I forgot now Yeah, they get angry about some shit, start loading Glock rounds Yeah, he think it's sweet until he hear them cop sounds Interrogation room, where's all that tough talk now? I like a fat ass, I'm talking soft brown I like a real fit, that Laura Croft style I'm like, baby, can you picture me rolling? Ice in my neck and my wrists on frozen Hello? Yeah, I'm just leaving the bank I'm on my way